Welcome to the Focus on Why podcast. I'm Amy Rowlandson and I ask my guests one simple question, why? Focusing on the importance of why, I share with you the relatable, uplifting and inspiring conversations I have with people from all walks of life. This podcast will encourage you to focus on your why to enable and empower you to achieve the success you desire. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why. So today I am joined by Sunny Mahal, aka Mr. Sunshine. Welcome to Focus on Why podcast. Thank you for having me, lovely Amy. I'm I'm, I'm excited to be here. <laughs> well, I'm very excited to have you. We've um we've I've been in your presence before, and it was a magical moment for me. So I'm hoping that we can try and transmit some of that magic and sunshine down the audio vibes to people. That's the plan. So tell me what it is you do, Sunny, or tell the audience what it is you do. Well, what, uh, it isn't, what, what you don't do, more to the point. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> uh, so what I do, so first and foremost, property investor, property developer. Um, been doing that since 08. And then also a um, entrepreneur. So like public speaking. I love speaking up and down the country at corporate events, universities, networking events, just inspiring people to a better place. Uh, we have e-commerce businesses, uh, we have fashion brand, Sunshine State of Mind, aka Mr. Sunshine, uh, coaching, mentoring on business and mindset as well, and property as well. So yeah, just a little bit of everything, I reckon. A and little maybe... bit of everything. But they all kind of weave into the one thing, which is the, sort of the core message that you are delivering, which is inspiring people, ensuring that they are making the most out of their lives. 100%, yeah. Because I always say, like we were speaking beforehand as well, that we are only on this planet once. That is it. And people act like they're going to be here forever. It's the age-old thing I say when I'm on stage. I say people complain about not having enough time to do something, but then they act like they've got all the time in the world. And it's like when you start making that switch of saying, okay, cool, if Sonny can do X, Y, and Z, or if you see anybody else that you see as a superstar or a business owner or whatever it is, that if somebody else can do something, it's just a matter of time until you do it yourself. But it's about pulling your finger out and taking action. And I guess it's also about why they're doing it. You know, this whole podcast is focusing on why and just do it, seeing other people achieving things or doing things doesn't mean that that's what you need to do. You need to understand that it's, it's got to come from your own passion, from your own perspective. Yeah, because even with like certain people, when they, when they see me, whether it's speaking or whether, even like my network and stuff, they'll say, um, oh, Sonny, I really want to get into property and I want to get into business. I want to do this and I want to do that. I hate my job. I want to do X, Y, and Z. And I said, okay, cool. Why do you want to do it? And they're like, to make money. And like, most people's answer is make money. And they say, I said, no, it's not. And they say, well, what's yours? And then I'll explain and everything saying, look, it's not just about the money. It's about what the money allows you to do. Um, and then they have that moment of saying, ah, okay, cool. And that ultimately your why is what motivates you through the ups and downs in life. You know, your why is the reason you get up every day. And have you had some downs in your life? Because you're Mr. Sunny. That doesn't, that's not possible. Yeah, I had about an hour over the weekend. <laughs> nah, um, yeah, like, like I say, everybody's human. We all, I'm always am positive and happy, but you cannot, it's humanly impossible for the human mind and body to be up on a rise all the time. It's about just being on a high, dipping, but then when you dip in life, it's about saying, okay, what is my why? What is my motivation? What am I trying to achieve? And changing your focus to that to then allow you to get back up again and then you'll dip again and then you'll get back up again. And it's it's a roller coaster. Life is a roller coaster, but it's about like they say, buckle in and enjoy the ride, right? 
Absolutely. And have you always been in this position of the sort of maturity in terms of your viewpoint of, of knowing this? Hell no, no way. <laughs> We've all been immature in our day, Amy. Um, yeah, nah, not always. Like for me, when we first started out, I was like, you've, you've heard me speak before, um, as a uh, security guard at Heathrow Airport back in the day, the good old days. Um, <laughs> yeah, and back then it was just literally go to work, get paid Friday, blow it by Monday go back to work again. And that was just a normal cycle, the normal routine, nothing about personal development, nothing about mindset, nothing about business, nothing about laying foundations, nothing about surrounding yourself with the right people, just plain old average Joe, you can call it, yeah. So I was never like that. And again, like you say, like things happen in life for you to become the person you are now. So even if people that are listening, if they feel they're not at a place of fulfillment, a place of purpose, it's only a matter of time until they get there. So it's not about giving up, it's about pushing through. And one of the main things I say is surrounding yourself with the right kind of people, letting the right kind of information into your mind to actually then manifest that in real life. So you started out at Heathrow working there. What was next? What came next? Uh, off the back of that, then we uh, started our first business in 2007. So that was a retail store up in Coventry, up in Coventry. I'm in Coventry now. Um, we were in London, obviously Heathrow Airport, and then from there up in Coventry, and yeah, it was just a case of me seeing, like, working there nine to five, well, not nine to five, it was really shift work and stuff. Um, and yeah, just working there paycheck to paycheck, thinking that it was all okay. <clears throat> and then when I met well, my girlfriend, which is now my wife, first and foremost, same, we're going to get married. And then it was like, okay, working at Heathrow Airport, I cannot afford that. It was like, what, 40, 50K wedding. So it's like, right, you ain't making that unless you, like, try and do something at the airport, which ain't going to work. Um, and then off the back of that, I was like, okay, cool. How can I make more money than I am now uh, by ultimately being my own boss? Because even that work there didn't get the right sort of like when you want time off, it was like Christmas time. I love Christmas. And the boss manager said that you can't have time off. And I was like, what is this about? I work really hard and you can't have X, Y, and Z. So off the back of that, I started modeling people around me saying, okay, who are the successful people that I know, first and foremost? You, we all see them on TV, but you can't t reach out and touch them and ask them advice. So I looked around and it was my dad and I'd seen he's always bought and sold businesses and always been an entrepreneur. So learned a few things off of him. And then me and my wife decided, okay, cool, we start our own business in 07 and then 08 we can get married. And then it was just like a snowball effect from there to be fair. So you got married, you set up your own business and, and was that in the fashion or what were you doing? Retail, so that was a big convenience store. So it was, it was just like buying a convenience store, but you know, like we buy a house that is just really poorly run down and you can add value to it. And it was the same concept there. So we thought, okay, rather than buying a house like everybody else is, we could potentially buy this business, run it, do it up as we go through and then increase the turnover, increase the profitability and see how it goes. There was no long-term plan after that. It was like, right, let's just do this first and then see where it goes. Because we were new into entrepreneurship, into business. Okay, so you're starting to sort of reach out and, and, and craft a, a more fulfilling network. And you got yourself busy by creating businesses. How, was, how were you feeling in yourself at that time? Uh, successful, because I was making way more money than I was at Heathrow Airport. Um, but even going back to Heathrow Airport, I never look at it as a negative. I always say some, everything that happens in life is just a stepping stone to something greater. It's only up to you. You can either step forward or step back or stay in the same place. Um, but then so running the businesses, all good and well, uh, making healthy profit, being our own boss, uh, taking time off when I wanted wasn't happening. 
uh, enjoying downtime wasn't happening because I was working too much in the business and not on the business. Um, so at times I would think I would rather just be bloody working for somebody else. At least I get like this with Bank Holiday Monday, I'd actually get a Bank Holiday off. Um, so that way it was like a, a catch-22, money but no time. So it's like, where, where, where do you sit? Where do you go? What do you do? And even off the back of that started um, affecting my health and fitness as well. So healthy profit, but not healthy in body? Nada. What did that actually mean in reality? In reality, if you were to close your eyes and visualize me, I was a size 42 inch waist, 18 and a half stone, chunky monkey. I was a big boy. Um, and yeah, just unhappy with hell, honestly. It's like people say, like, why did you start in fitness first and foremost to transform and transition? And like, you know, I'm fully qualified in NLP and stuff. And it's like, the, however your body is, that's where you start first and foremost, right? And the minute I started working on my health and fitness and my mindset, every other aspect of my life started changing. Not immediately, because people think you get those results instantly. Um, just like you don't lose weight or put on weight instantly, same thing with life and same thing with business and property. It just all happened gradually. But yeah, I was overweight. I was unhappy. I was like, God damn, what, what did I put myself into? So how long did it take you to go from chunky monkey to fitness guru? Uh, <laughs> do never call me guru. Never ever put that <laughs> Oh, that word. God. Um, I was, uh, it took me about a year and a half to two years to actually be content with where I was because 42 inch waist, that was fat, honestly. I still got the jeans and you pulled the jeans out and it's like, God damn, I was this big, really? Um, so yeah, about a year and a half, two years, but it's just been consistent now since <coughs> 2008, no, about 2009, 2010. So since then, it's just been consistent. I love it. I can't live without not working out now. So you're working in property, you're working in fashion, you're working in public speaking, you've got your coaching, you've got e-commerce businesses. Why are you doing all of that? Uh, two things. So my why. So first and foremost, it's, yes, it's like the rest of the world says about making money. That's one thing. You park it to the side, right? But the reason I believe we are always busy and I'm always pushing to be successful is one, Growing up, like we spoke before, my parents were always working two, three jobs at a time, me at babysitters and not seeing them together at any time. I was with one or the other. Um, they were great parents, but never got to spend time with them. And I think I never really, I don't think it really affected me or I didn't really think about it growing up because you just think, hey, this is normal, right? Parents are working hard because they want to give you a good upbringing and they want to grow themselves. So it's all good. But I think when it got to getting into business and like this whole purpose of why, like you have to reflect on yourself. So, okay, what is it that I stand for? Like, what is it that I want to have in life? And ultimately, whatever we want to have in life is something that we had either a shortage of when we were growing up. And that for me was spending time with my parents. So I thought, okay, cool. I want to have kids in the future. I want to be able to spend time with them. But what needs to happen for that to be a reality? And it's about asking empowering questions. And for me, it was like, right, we need money, plain and simple. I know a lot of people say money don't buy you happiness, but I'd rather go to hospital in Lamborghini rather than in a, Box or Nova or something, no? Um, uh, I haven't got a Lamborghini yet, by the way. I'm just I don't even know if they still make Box or Novas as well. Yeah, <laughs> no, sure I once on a stage and it just stuck with me. I don't, I've never had one. <laughs> For anybody that's still got one, respect that to you. No, no disrespect. <laughs> um, so it's interesting, yeah. just picking up on one thing just before we, we go move on. You mentioned that you had the void of not having that time with your parents, and that's why you're very focused on that now. What will that mean for your kids, knowing that that's not their void? How will they feel going forward? 
they'll probably be saying, right, I want to do something that I spend less time with my dad. <laughs> Just wondering. He's a clingy father, that one. Um, no. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm, only, I'm only teasing it, but but it does mean that when you when you do have a void, that you do want to sort of fill that and you overcompensate in those ways because you can because that is what is important to you. They're your values. Yeah, and even like growing up, like I'm an only child anyway. I don't know if they say only or lonely, whichever one you want to call it. Uh, yeah, just like growing up, it was literally just me at the house, and if I was with one parent, then I was with the other, and it was a bonus if both of them were there together because um, they're always working and just trying to make a living now um, so I think for me obviously at the same time when we have a family I want it to be big and like everybody spend time together and just have that that connection because ultimately one of the human needs is connection right and that love and just spending time with the right kind of people and a lot of people can relate to this whether they're only child or not it's like growing up nobody's really had the perfect upbringing and um, so it's about looking at saying okay what was I unhappy with and then what can I do for that not to be a reality for either myself when I've got kids or for my kids when they're growing up as well, you know? Definitely. So, so having that time, being time rich as opposed to time poor is, is one of your key drivers for your why you do what you do. What else is there? Um, so, yeah, so that's that. Time rich to be spending time with my wife and my kids. Um, but then the other reason I push, push, push is to make a difference in other people's lives as well. Like, like we said before, you can't really, I can't really jump on stage or coach somebody or mentor somebody by saying, yeah, I've read this book and it's amazing. And I'm going to teach you how to live the life that you desire. Right. It's not a case of that. It's for me is to make the mistakes, make the failures, make the learnings, do the good, do the bad, and actually figure out what works to then be successful myself to then allow other people to say, okay, you know what? Stop making those BS excuses. Cause that's what most of us do. I've done it before as well. I'm not, perfect but this is what you need to do to take action to change your life for the better so for me it's about being successful to then help people where I can and have that congruency there and being genuine of saying okay cool like this is what I've done this is what you can do to succeed and ultimately it comes down to when I try and help people they have to want to be helped as well you can't just force something upon somebody just to say right you need to do this and deep down they're like shut up mate I'm not really bothered about this so yeah, so it's just also like time with family and wife and kids and then giving back and being being solid as well of saying, okay, I've done this. This is what I learned. This is what to avoid. I think that's really powerful. And I think that when when you, your focus is not just on the success, but it's on all the other elements in your life, the fulfillment, the the happiness, the the health, the 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 mindset, the strength to get through different things it's not just all about money at all in fact it's rarely about money at all it's great it it will allow you to pursue lots of things and give you different options but it has to you have to have a stronger driver than the money it's just a byproduct that's all it is no you, you don't, like, like they say you can't um <clears throat> when you die you don't take your money with you no you know and it, you speak to so many people that I always try and surround myself with people that are older than me and younger than me and even way younger than me, you know, because the world's changing. So it's about keeping up to date with what people are thinking. And even the most successful people, they say like the biggest thing we ever live with is regret. If I didn't get to do this. I didn't get to do that. And it wasn't the focus of making money. It was what that money was going to allow me to do. But because I focused so much on the money over here, did not ever do what made me happy. And I don't want to be in that position. And that's why I try and get into even younger people's age group, my age group, a little bit older than me, just to say, look, man, whatever it is that you're doing right now, focus on the money, yes, because you have to make it. 
but don't let that be your passion, that driver. The thing that comes after the money, that be your driver there to say, okay, because making money has no emotional connection, does it? So when we're having a rubbish day, we can just give up on making money instantly. It's like, like now on lockdown, how many people are like, oh no, I, don't, I can't do this and I can't do that. And using that negative language. Um, whereas when you flip it, so okay, like for me, I'm already visualizing the person I'm going to be after this lockdown, however long it's going to be. For me, it's like, right, that's the person I'm going to be. So how do I become that person? I need to work backwards and start being that person right now. Take those little, little action steps, but just still be thankful for being alive as well you know it could always be worse I think that's a really strong message and and because you're not able to go on stage right now doesn't stop you from getting that message out into the audience and you've been doing social media platforms and who are you speaking to in when you're when you're pushing those posts out who are you trying to to reach so for me I I have like three sort of concepts it's about inspire entertain and educate so those are three things I do on my social media so like you've seen it like an inspirational sort of quote post uh, that's to inspire anyone you know like there, there's millionaires that are internally upset and unhappy there's people that are working I don't know at McDonald's that I'm not I'm not singling them out or anything but I'm just saying like even people there they're not happy right so this message can relate to anybody then it's about actually just putting a post about me, like what I do, who I am, to inspire somebody that can resonate with me. Because for me, it's about putting a message out to inspire everyone, but then also to be sort of like a little bit specific targeted. And you can only be targeted by being open about who you are and what you do. And you'll only attract the people that want to be like you or want to be in your position. So I don't really funnel my message out so much. I sort of like keep it in different sections. And then social media, again, it's just like me reaching out and just showing my face because at this time in whatever, whatever's going on in the world, there's a lot of people that are just like curling up into a ball and just like thinking the worst, right? And it's about being that positive person out there to inspire and motivate people to say, you know what, wherever we are right now, we're gonna get through this. Human beings were designed to get through this kind of rubbish. It's just temporary, you know? And there's so much good that's gonna come from this. Yeah, that's great. So inspire, educate, and, and your third one was? Yeah, so the entertain aspect, if you follow me on social media, on the Instagram story, Facebook story, I'm always singing down the phone at the camera doing random stuff just to, just to make people smile because ultimately it's like when you smile, you feel good. And if you can always say at the end of your life that I made people smile and made people feel good, there's nothing better than that. I totally agree. And it's, it's interesting you say that because that links into something that happened when I first met you. I, I'm going to tell, ask you to tell the story of what you do at the end of when you speak at events, what you give to people. Oh, okay. I, now, hold on. First and foremost, I don't do that all the time, by the way. Okay. Well, I was very lucky to be there. It's special, yeah. Um, so yeah, at the end, I uh, basically give the audience a little domino each. Which I have right here. There you go. Amy's got hers. Oh, yeah. Um, so basically, that's just to symbolize wherever you are right now in life. Um, it's not about thinking about the bigger picture. Well, it is about thinking about it as in like having the goal there. But it's not about obsessing over that bigger picture. Because when we obsess over something so large that is so far away, <clears throat> when we feel down now in the dumps, when we have a rubbish day, it's very difficult to pick yourself up and be in that same excited mode of saying, yeah, I'm going to have that house, I'm going to have that wedding, I'm going to go on that holiday, I'm going to buy that car, that watch. Whereas when you have that one domino, you just need to know that you keep knocking over that one activity each day and it will get you there. And if you're knocking down an activity each day, you stop, you're not getting anywhere closer. So it's just that whole metaphor just to say, okay, it's a little, a little anchor, they call it in NLP. 
And I, I will put the, um, the the link that you put in, you you play in the show notes for people to go and find the video of the actual video uh, knocking down of a tiny, tiny, tiny domino or a little piece that then knocks over a huge one in, in very small amounts of space. I think it, you can knock it down one and a half times the size each time. I think it's something like that. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, so small actions can make massive differences over a oh, relative... Yeah. Not can, they will make a massive 100%. And for any public speakers that are listening, once you've heard this tip, if you use it on your public speaking stage, make sure you give me props because it's copywritten now. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. You heard it here. Uh, No, it's it's a really powerful message. And I think that from where your, your position was to where you are now, it just proves that if you have a strong enough why, you can achieve it. But it's understanding why you're doing things. And when when you're speaking to coaching people, when you're coaching people and you're speaking to adults, quite often you you then speak to their kids as well. You you were telling me earlier, which I think is a fascinating concept um, that you're you're sort of teaching from both sides in the family. Yeah, like even for me, like I I didn't start off by doing this either. For me, it was just like... That, that's the one thing you have to remember. Anything you do in life, whether you're looking to start a career, whether you're looking to start a business, whether you're looking to get into property, whatever it is, just remember one thing. It's always going to lead to something else, only if you give it passion. So sometimes like, we get into property, like most people, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And then they, they hit a roadblock and they're saying property is not as easy as they make it out and blah, blah, blah. But the minute you give up, you're never going to get to where that's going to allow you to get to. So even for me, it's like whatever I do, I give it 110%. And with my coaching, my one-to-one clients, I'm always just helping people where I can from my own experience and from my education and learnings. Um, And then it's just been a ripple effect just by saying, um, has this, you know, when you get a review testimonial saying, did my coaching help you? And they've always said, yep, it's helped me in X, Y, and Z. Um, I think, and then one of them said, I think my child would benefit from this as well. And I didn't think of it myself. And I was like, "Hmm, okay, I'm always up for a challenge. Um, Let's let's go for it. And then we started... um, coaching um, her son and off the back of that it was just a phenomenal hit and for me it was like ah I like this and again it comes down to helping the the parents or the business owner to then say okay well when you fix them or you've helped them in a certain position whether it's in the mindset or business or property they go back to that household all the time and they just want once you get that awareness and that um what's the word, mindfulness, you're then actually wanting everybody around you to have the same feeling as well. And ultimately, life is all about energy. So if you've got the right energy and you go home and your kids or your wife or your husband haven't really got that same energy, there's no point just working one-on-one because when you go home, it's going to be like a total repellent of saying, okay, this, this mindset, this energy that you've got isn't working. So I sort of flipped it and said, okay, cool. If I coach one person, how about everybody else? Let me just try it if they want. And we've had awesome results. And it, it, it's not just a case of having something regimented for each person. It's about getting to know the child and saying, okay, where are you right now? Where do you want to be? Um, and this is how we're going to get there. So the main thing comes down to the goal setting and for them to have a positive influence around them. But the funny thing is, when I speak to their kids and when I'm um, coaching them, I'll be saying certain things and they'll be nodding like, yeah. Yeah, Sonny, you're right. And depending on the age, if they're below 16, I always get the parent to be there as well on the Zoom or in person. And I'll be saying my bits. And if they're over 16, I'll say what I say and then I'll make my notes. And afterwards, the parents are like, I've been telling them that their whole life. Why don't they listen to me? Sonny, what's different about you, mate? 
And I say it is not. It's just like we all look at ourselves. We're a reflection of who we are. And you look at when your parents used to tell you something back in the day. Make sure you do this, Sonny, or make sure you do that, Amy, and don't do this and don't do that. And you're just like, yeah, whatever. You don't really listen, right? Same thing's happening right now with them. So when you hear something from somebody else, it's just like they, they have that different connection of saying, okay, Sonny's an entrepreneur. He's a businessman. He's on social media. He does this. Okay, I aspire to be just one of his traits, right? Even though my trait may be identical to what their parent is, because it's your parent, not many people look at their parents as inspirational, but they still love them and everything, but they're not like, I want to be like dad or I want to be like mom. As much as they do, but when they see somebody else doing something, as long as they get that message, then they'll automatically start seeing that trait in their parents say, now I do really want to be like mom because mom's just like Sunny or mom's just like her coach or whatever it is. You know? So it's just been a ripple effect and it was just off the back of a conversation. That's great. And I mean, you talk about the ripple effect. We've talked about the compound effect. We've talked about the domino effect. You know, it's, it's all of these small elements that all make a big difference over time. And I think that goes back right back to what you were saying about time and what you can do in your time is so important. And what's possible in time is really a, a really important message to get out there. So Mr. Sunshine, or from Sunshine State of Mind, share your fantastic brand with everyone because I bought my son one of your t-shirts straight after I met you last year and he absolutely loves it. In fact, he wears it all the time. He was in a shop the other day and he saw someone else wearing it. He's like, oh, how's he got that top? <laughs> um, okay, so Sunshine State of Mind, that was a mistake, but it was, it was the best mistake ever. Um, so basically with that, I got into, so in 2017, we sold all our businesses to pursue land development full-time and investing in property full-time as well. So started doing that and then I got into um, doing land development. And then off the back of that, like people would say, okay, how are you always positive? How are you always happy? And then my name is Sunny and I adopted the nickname Sunshine. So like, oh, Sunshine, oh, Sunshine. It just became a nickname. And then people started saying, how are you always positive? How are you always this? And I just said one day, it's my state of mind. And that was it. I said, it all starts in your mindset. You need to be focused on who you are first and foremost. I've been through the SHIT, so it's not really good. So now I know where I don't want to be. I focus on where I want to be. And that makes me happy. And that's all about your state of mind. And yeah. And then basically, I was just sat in bed one day. I was like, hmm, sunshine state of mind. That sounds kind of cool, you know? Like, okay, cool. So I just went online, printed a T-shirt. I paid 17 quid for that T-shirt. I know how much T-shirts cost now. I'll never be doing that again. Um, and basically had hashtag sunshine state of mind. I just took a selfie and just put it on um, Facebook. It stood right here in the kitchen as well, actually. I just put it on there saying, hey, I've got my name on my, um, on my own clothing. And thought nothing of it, just to inspire people. And again, I love branding as well. So it's just like wherever I go, people are like, oh, there's that sunshine bag. And then about two, three weeks later, I started getting DMs just slowly but surely saying, Sonny, where can we buy your clothing brand from? And I was like, it's not a clothing brand. I've just got my name on my T-shirt. And then my wife was like, I think you're onto something without being onto something. Um, and then we, I had a, like a rubbish design. It was just block letters. And my wife, she's all the entrepreneurial side of things on the design and business structure and stuff. And she said, um, and on the marketing side, and she said, right, let's tweak it. And then she made an awesome uh, logo. And then we just started putting it out there just saying, okay, clothing available. And then it was just crazy. It literally just snowballed from there by me just putting a selfie up. And then people and being attracted to the kind of energy that I was putting out there as well. And I, that, that's the main thing. Like people, 
You know, people say like, oh, I've got this really great product to sell or like even in property, people say, I really need to raise this much finance, but the deal isn't all that or I can't find the right investor. And they say, how do I portray the deal or how do I portray my product or service? But people don't buy that. People buy people and they buy you. And for me, I was always putting those vibes out. I still am. And people just bought into that just saying, okay, we want that same energy that Sunshine State of Mind has. And it's all about having to look good, feel good and do good brand. Um, so from that, we donate as well to helping charities across the UK, to helping kids and stuff. So it's it's a really, really fun and really exciting um, fashion brand. And I, 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 if you asked me in 2007 at Heathrow Airport, would I have a fashion brand? I would have been like, you must be crazy. I think your energy is infectious. It really is. It's, it's fantastic. And, you know, you definitely inspire, educate and entertain the world. And one, one step at a time, you're, we're getting your word out there. <laughs> it's fantastic so how do people get in contact with you sunny uh, so make sure that every human being listening to this comes over to instagram follow me at sunny mahal official uh facebook and linkedin sunny mahal and my website sunnymahal.com and on my website i've got everything that i do from public speaking to one-to-one -one coaching to online coaching to youtube videos of me uh, and then if you give me this link i'll have this on there as well amy so i don't know how it's going to work but we'll get yep. that on definitely if you want to be motivated inspired and you want to change your life from where you are right now to where you want to be make sure you follow that's fantastic well i just want to say thank you so much for spreading your sunshine on the audio vibes today it's been really really good the the people who will be listening to this will be definitely um empowered and enabled to go out and be inspired to do what they dream of Yes. And that's what they're just on the end of that, just saying, look, wherever you are right now, just visualize and write down on a piece of paper, wherever it is that you want to be, where you want to be in six months, a year, two years, whatever it is, wherever you want to be, write it down and just work something out to make that happen. Because the minute you can visualize something, it's only a matter of time until your body reactions and your actions actually turn that into reality. So it's not just about thinking wherever you are right now, if you're unhappy. And this could be even not even trying to make more money, just being in a more happier place. People may have loads of money, but they're not happy. But just get out of your head of saying, okay, what is it that I want? What is it that I want to achieve? But then ultimately, why do I want to achieve it? And then that will give you that emotional driver to say, okay, you know what? I need to start taking action because we're only on this planet once and just make it the best life possible. Thank you for listening to the Focus on Why podcast. I'm Amy Rowlandson, and if you've enjoyed this episode, please leave me a five-star iTunes review. Connect with me on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook, and become a member of the inspiring, uplifting, and positive Focus on Why Facebook group. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why.